Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Welcome back, guys. Um, Welcome back to the Ask Me Anything series. This is episode number 36. I'm back. I'm back in London. It's 2020. Let's see what we can do this year, guys. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what I can do to help you guys. Uh, every every week, uh, apart from Christmas, because I had a few few weeks off, I'm sure that you kind of saw that. I was out in South America. But generally speaking, every week, every Tuesday at this time, put this in your diary, set a reminder, 22.45, you can learn from me. You can ask me questions and I will answer them live on this feed. Ask me questions about what? Anything relating to your social life and your dating life. That's what I do. I've had I've created a whole career on helping people from all ends of the spectrum, from all walks of life. Um, that's how I've made my living for 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 a long time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a an hour out of my schedule every week to help you guys live here on the feed. And we've done that over 35 times now. This is the 30, 36 episode here. Um, but yeah, for those that just join in, I'm Johnny Cassell. I am your social and your dating coach. What have I been doing over Christmas, over New Year's? I've been in South America. I've been in South America. And what can I say? I've, I, I highly recommend for everyone to take a trip out to South America. I think and I encourage everyone to do traveling. Why? Because it opens up your mind to how other people live. It um, helps you to become grateful for what you have. It gives you perspective. It opens your mind up to languages, cuisines, different societies, the way people live. Uh, so many reasons to break out of your, your, your maybe your small town or your city uh, to go and explore different continents. But while I was there, I was there for work. I was helping a client out with mine. And we got down to it. We got down to it. Um, you know, this guy I've been working for a long time now. And, um, you know, his flavor is South American women. So that's why we position ourselves out there. But at the same time, we like the same sort of music. So we're out there having a great time, uh, really tapping into the music scene out there. You know, for my scene, I'm, I'm sure, you, sure you guys are aware. I'm very into my, my, my house music, Deep House. And, you know, if you're a single guy, um, you know, this arena provides you a great platform to meet like-minded individuals who are up for a good time, who uh, have a, a commonality. Um, it's just a great landscape to position yourself in, which I encourage you also to, guys, work out what that landscape is for you. What's your hobby? What's your interest? If you don't have one, if you didn't have one in 2019, maybe that's your goal for 2020. You've got to get a hobby. You've got to get an interest because it allows you to meet new people. People come together when they have a commonality. Therefore, you become more sociable and you will develop more friendships. Remember guys, you can't connect with someone unless you are social. It's not just going to land on your lap. So let's get the basics sorted out first. All right. So welcome back guys into 2020. I'm hope I hope you guys had a fantastic time uh, over the new year period and I really hope that you guys are focused to really mo- make the most out of this year. 
um, really make some improvements upon the person you became last and see who you become this year, okay? So what I want you what I want for you guys to uh, what I want you guys to have the opportunity to is ask me any questions right within this next hour relating to dating and social life. Maybe you went out there and celebrated Christmas, you celebrated New Year's, you maybe met someone or you didn't have the courage to go and speak to that person that you found attractive and you're really biting your tongue about it, you know, you're, you're really feeling bad about it. Maybe now is the time to ask me a question that could help you overcome that should you experience that next time, Okay. We're doing seven-day programs here. We're doing the Impactful Workshop every month here in London. And, you know, we're global now, okay? Clients fly me in. Clients fly in to see me or they fly me out to see them, right? So if you're not here in the UK or you can't make it to London, contact me, reach out to me, start a conversation with me. Maybe we can make something happen in your city or your country, okay? Right, let me scroll through. Let's see what questions, if anyone's had any. Uh, let me give some shout-outs, by the way, first of all. Olivia, hello. Um, nice to meet you. Hi, Singh. Hi, Jared. Hi, Biscuit. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Briagi. Kevin's in LA right now. Fantastic. Hi, Philness. Uh, from Morocco. Great. Again, all over the world, we get you guys tuning in. It's fantastic. Um, hi, Brian Joseph. Hi, Ankush. Who else we got? Ivan. Jose. Hi, Simon. How you doing? Great to have you on. Hi, Neil. Hi, Ixon. How do we get noticed on the X Factor from Neil? <laughs> I... I don't have the answers for that one. That's the, that's one question I don't have the answer for. Um, you could start by turning up. You could start by taking the audition, right? You could start on working on your skill and your craft or your talent or whatever that may be. Um, but like I say every week, actually, no matter what you're trying to do or what you're trying to attract in your life, a lot of it is to do about your positioning. I mean, hell, you could be the most skilled person or talented person in the world, but if your positioning isn't right, then you're not going to attract the opportunities that you want to attract, right? You understand what I'm saying? It might be the case that you understand what sort of partner you wish to attract in your life, that... However, your positioning is completely wrong, right? Have you ever thought about that? I talk a lot about this in a lot of my work, you know? I can give you the skills, I can give you the mindset, but something else I want to encourage you to think about is what is your positioning looking like, right? What have you got to do in your life, in your setup, to make sure you are positioned accordingly to the opportunities that you want to attract, that's very broad, isn't it, as well? Notice that we are here. You're tuned into this channel to learn about social and dating development. But you, do you understand how you can actually take that aspect and put, position it in a different area of your life to attract other things? Right? It's a really great universal principle to apply in all areas of your life. Okay? Think about your positioning. It's super important. Um, okay. Hi, Andy. Welcome. Hi, Tom. Great to have you on. Ankush, thank you very much. Happy New Year to you as well. Georgia May Music, uh, Happy New Year. Michael, Happy New Year. 
Neil says, Neil's, Neil's straight in with the questions tonight. How hard is it to get a relationship? Well, I think you've got to start from the base. I mean, the first relationship I want, would like for you to attract is a better one for yourself. Okay, improve the relationship you have with yourself. You have to be comfortable on your own. Okay, you have to be comfortable with the time you spend with yourself because at the end of the day, when two people come round to the table and kind of suss each other out and see see if each other's values are in alignment with each other, we're also looking through the window and working out. Okay, what does this person's life look like? And for people just getting into this, they're really enthusiastic about going out there, meeting people, and perhaps you do very well at meeting people. But if there's nothing else going on in your life, then it's really hard to kind of digest and read what a life would look like with you. Does that make sense? So before we rush out and try to attract others into our life, I really want to put some focus on making sure you live an attractive lifestyle that is fulfilling for you. And I think that should be a lot of our goal, uh, a big goal for a lot of us here uh, on this feed and people follow my work. You know, in 2020, how can we live a more attractive lifestyle, right? What makes me a good investment, okay? Just like you are looking at, at the other, right? The person you want to attract in your life, you're looking at them and unconsciously and maybe consciously you're thinking, hmm, can I see myself going the distance with this individual? And then you'll start thinking about the certain qualities that you're looking for within that individual. Don't be fooled. They're doing it straight away when they're meeting you. So improve the relationship you have with yourself in order to form a relationship together with someone okay Neil thank you for that question that shot my mind off into a great direction in, in something that I wanted to share with you so good question Neil thank you I Rafa fashion set 30 year age gap between me and my new girlfriend we are happy is this okay well I think if you're looking for confirmation from me or from anyone to, to, to say if that's okay I will say are you happy you are happy. You are happy. So it's not for anyone to discriminate the age gap you have with each other. Okay. You obviously have to ask yourself certain questions about, in essence of what do I want for the long term? You know, do you want children? Do you want, um, you know, children's out of the question or whatever? Um, you know, what do they want in the next 10 years of their life? What do you want in the next 10 years of your life? You know, because you may be completely in different places um, in terms of your wants and your needs. I mean, when you come together with someone and um, you're in different places in terms of your age, and it doesn't matter if you're age or not, but when, when you start a new relationship, it can be so exciting. It can be, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of sexual uh, intensity and it's, you know, it's, it's the honeymoon period. It's like it's, it's, it's like it's on steroids, right? But when that calms down and your emotions kind of settle and you balance out a little bit more and you can get thinking a bit more logically, then you can really kind of think about, okay, yeah, we're definitely happy with each other. But logically, is this going to work out for both of us in the next 10, 20 years, right? If you think, if you think so, great. If you're on the same page, great, you know? Um, what I will say is don't let others be the judge for you. You know, your peer, I mean, everyone is going to be judgmental of, of something like that. But the number one thing that you're looking for within, within is happiness, right? And it sounds like you've got it right there. Okay, so God bless you for that. You know, that's, that's what we're all looking for. 
Okay, great question. Hi, Diego. Great. Diego, anyone, anyone looking in 2020 to really spruce up their apartment, right? Their interior. My dear friend, Diego Correa, who is on the feed right now, add him. Maybe start a conversation with him. Because remember, right? Your surroundings, your setting, your apartment, the way you dress is all an extension of your personality. Okay? Again, guys, think of this holistically. This is not just about... You know, making someone feel comfortable when you're in the conversation you're having when you go out. It's about how someone feels about you from the get-go all the way through, okay? Just get everything handled. You know, if you come to me, if you come and work with myself and my team, we'll sort your mindset out. We'll sort your conversation ability. We'll sort your flirting techniques, the, your, your ability to introduce intimacy into conversation without it coming across sleazy or cheesy or anything like that. But on top of that, we're going to really sort you out in terms of your style, your personal branding, how you're appearing offline and online, and how your apartment looks as well. And I do a whole a whole load of other stuff for my clients. You know, we put together photo shoots, um, completely rebrand them. I mean, I'm sure you've seen examples um, on on my Instagram stories. And if guys, by the way, what I want to say to you right now, I've noticed Instagram has changed their algorithm. So if you enjoy my work, if you enjoy my updates, what I would just suggest to do is you'll see if you go on my profile, there'll be like three dots on the top right. If you just click them and click turn on notifications, you'll see more of my content. And I've just ordered a load of like quotes to be dropped this year. My quotes, okay, not not anyone else's stuff I've said in talks and with my clients. I write them all down and they're actually going to be published on my feed. And I know you guys liked them before. So uh, I just made sure we got a load more coming this year. Um, just again, to give you guys some motivation. I really want to be in your corner for as, I really want to be in the corner for as much of you as I can this year, okay? Um, right, so more questions, here we go. Andy, how can I handle the situation of my partner constantly deleting text messages from all over? Um, Andy, I'm really, um, intrigued as to why one would do that i mean my mind wanders in the direction of you know covering up hiding something it also moves in the direction of insecurity you know um you may be begging the question as to what's going on is there something you can't see what's being you know what's being hidden there um maybe you could elaborate a little bit more maybe you've got clues to it as to something going on and maybe I could uh, answer that in a bit more detail for you. Okay. Uh, right. Hi, Sandy J. Thanks, Tom. Great to have you on. Yeah, as I say, man, Happy New Year. Happy New Year for everyone that's jumping on. Um, it's good to be back. You know, as you see, I, I, I went away. I'm back here in London now. And literally, when I came back, I literally, I had to, I put my bag down for about an hour. And I had this guy flying from Monaco to work with me um for like for like 10 hours so i was <laughs> it took me a couple of days to actually be able to like readjust you know um but yeah we've had a lot of bookings in january i mean everyone's coming in you know it's the new year new me um and if that is you if you're in that mindset you know don't hesitate to reach out if you want to get your booking if you want to get your program sorted out this year whether it be a one-on-one with me whether it be the seven-day program that i offer a multi-day program you know, just just let me know where you're at. 
Let me know where you're at with things, financially, time-wise. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do to help you make this the year for you, okay? And I don't, I don't like to be so cheesy with the, oh, it's a new year, it's time for resolutions, because really, there is no time like now to begin change, right? I don't think there should be a set date. I think you should just, you should just make the choice right now, you know, to want that sort of change in your life. But hey, if you if you're moving into the new year and you want to make a change, just reach out to me. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Uh, hey, Joey. Liberia. Wow, Andy's from Liberia. Fantastic. Kevin's going to Santa Monica. Great. I mean, I've I have a great time in Santa Monica every time I'm in LA. Um, Venice Beach. Um, there's I think there's a great hotel that you want to go check the sunset uh, out on. I think I could, for the life of me, can I remember the hotel? I've got a feeling. Is it called the Irvin? something like that it's it's a big hotel right next to the venice sign uh just to the left if you were looking at it um it's a rooftop there beautiful place to watch the sunset and uh yeah i can imagine it's very popular right now i mean la is blessed with the weather all the time uh i normally go there in november um but we'll see i might keep it open this year in terms of what i'm doing november i like to get out of london in november to kind of open up my bookings calendar to um you know los angeles but however i might take a different direction this year i do have a lot of love for that place I've, you know i've met some amazing people i've had some great times there um but yeah I'm, I'm, i might check out miami this year uh hi oliver wonder jam tom says what's easier for casual encounters in your opinion meeting girls on dating apps or at bars or clubs Uh, I think I think uh, you've got to be transparent. I think, look, here's the thing. The hookup culture has always existed, right? Dating apps get a, really do get a bash for the hookup culture. They just make it easier to access, right? They actually make it easier for lazy people to access too. So in my opinion, each platform offers the same thing. It depends on what you're more comfortable with. You might be quite skilled at your writing and you know seducing through and, and being flirtatious for your writing on the app and stuff like that um but traditionally uh the the bar scene is always i mean you know it depends what your what your strengths are you know um for me you know the bars <laughs> clubs are just playgrounds you know um and i feel like you can put across more strengths uh in person to probably the same individual that you might have found difficult to actually get off the dating app in the first place. But because they saw your confidence being shown in a different light in person, you know, they become more attractive and attracted to you and you can introduce new elements, elements that you may not have been able to introduce on the app itself. Okay, so that's my opinion. It's um, my opinion is I would feel more stronger in bars and clubs uh, because the girls that you may be attracted to in a dating apps, you, you know, you, there might be something not right of your profile that's giving you a good return on your initial investment there. Okay, but the same girl in a bar or club, you can just go up and approach or use another dynamic to create attraction or interest. Um, but what I will say, look, I'm not, I'm not to say don't 
have casual encounters. I'm just saying be ethical about it. Be transparent. I always encourage you guys to do that. Look, men and women both want the same things. They just want to feel comfortable about it. And they want you to be transparent, okay? And if you provide a safe, non-judgmental environment for that casual encounter to be explored, then it's more than likely to go all the way. Another thing I want you to guys to consider if you're interested in casual encounters is your logistics okay what can really mess something up if you just if your logistics meaning your place where you're going to actually take them or they're going to take you is a bit of a, a minefield to navigate to you know so ideally your logistics want to be as closer to the um the, the venue in of choice uh, as possible okay I mean, I've got a fantastic place here in London. I mean, yeah, I've talked about it a few times. I literally, I look out the window, I see Trafalgar Square, right? And for those guys that want to take the seven-day program, by the way, um, look, we've got residential places in this building, right, which I can hook you up with. So if you want to get really close to the action on your seven-day experience, uh, you know, something we're rolling out this year is you can actually live in the same building with me, getting closer to the action, uh, not that close to the action, guys. <laughs> but it's just something you don't have to worry about in terms of you know, where do I stay? You know, you know what time every, each day starts. You get up at the same time. You walk out the door, bang, you're right in the middle of it. And I'm telling you, there's no other company or no other person offering this um, sort of help in this area that is offering something like that. Okay, um, so that's something we're doing this year. Neil says, I did the audition for Britain, Britain Got Talent and I said, try, I, okay, I don't understand your question, Neil. I, I'm understanding you did the audition from Britain's Got Talent, but they said, try harder or try again next year. Well, then look, take the advice, go away, right? And, and work on yourself, then come back. Happy New Year to you as well, Neil. Yep, Happy New Year, Kevin. Uh, Neil says, I've got a girlfriend called Kerry, but she lives in... Rillawa near Camborne. Okay, great. Awesome. Oliver says, mate, those words have just really hit home. What words, Oliver? Share, share. <laughs> well, good. You know, that's what, that's what I, I like to do here. You know, if I can help anyone within this hour um, to, to, to really progress or get over a hurdle this year, then that's, that's uh, an hour of uh, my time well spent. Okay, and guys, remember if you enjoy this um, broadcast, which I do turn into a podcast as well, you can actually listen to previous episodes on iTunes. What is a great sort of give back for me because I do this for free? Um, is for you maybe just to jump on there when you've got two minutes and just write like a, a nice review. I mean, if you think it's shit, just tell me it's shit, you know. <laughs> but what I just want is a bit of feedback from you guys right if you can go on itunes when you've got two minutes after this broadcast and and just give me some sentiment there you know some feedback what you liked what you didn't like or you enjoyed it um because what that does it encourages more people to kind of watch it and we can get more of a community going okay great uh, i'm mcgregor hi mark hi shiloh Hi, Andrus. Happy New Year, mate. Hope you're well. Hi, Arafat. Happy New Year. G 
Gustavo, Happy New Year. Good to have you on. Yes, I'm real. <laughs> Fashion set says 100. <laughs> 100. Yo, Adrian. My, one of my fellow instructors, Adrian's on board. Uh, Happy New Year, buddy. Uh, Arafat says, how do you stop arguing with your girlfriend? Uh, great question. I would say be more aware of the emotional triggers, right? What sort of behavior from you or what sort of language do you use that sometimes triggers a defensive response, right? I would also like to make you more aware of this as well. And this is something that I'm trying to um, be more conscious of. So I'm letting you in on a little secret here as well. What I'm trying to work on with myself is try to talk less. Um, let me rephrase that. I'm trying to, in, in my conversations, remove the words you and I. Okay, you and I. The reason why I feel that it creates straight away, um, it's almost like an attack on the ego. I feel like if I speak like you and I, I'm creating a difference between you and I. It's not like a, I'm not, we're not in the same boat. And I feel that when I say you, you know, I'm talking about you, you know, what you do is you always do this, you always do that. Straight away, you'll notice, and if you actually, you're probably starting to become more conscious of this now, your ego kind of flips around and it just kind of like, just puts a shield up and doesn't actually allow you to kind of take in anything really that's going on. You might kind of digest what's being said a day later or a few hours later because your kind of emotions are settled. But when someone's using the, the, the language of you and I, what I've noticed in my conversations, it, it promotes a very defensive response from someone, right? So I'd rather replace that, those words with one and other and we, okay? So this is something that I feel is very diplomatic. I think it's a very sophisticated way to create conversation and avoiding conflict, Okay, so in essence, what we're doing here, we're avoiding trigger words and trigger phrases. Okay, and here's something as well I want to say don't be scared to say sorry. Okay, if you were in the wrong, just say it, just go, you know what, you're absolutely right. And I've, I, I, to be honest, I thank you for, for bringing it up because it's made me, made me more aware of something that. I need to work on or maybe more aware of something we need to work on together right so understand this when you argue arguing isn't a bad thing you got to think about why why you are arguing it might be the fact that you've learned something about each other in that moment that you weren't quite aware of so what it does it brings that subject or that topic to the surface it allows you guys to kind of look at it, but at the moment you're really angry because you're fighting and it's unpleasant. But if you take a step back and go, hmm, okay, well, to be fair, that is a really, you know, that person has spotted something that I didn't realize about myself. So I really should be thankful and grateful for them bringing that to the table so we can both work on that together moving forward. Does it make sense? Yeah? It's not to always be, you know, to be so defensive and, and, 
and create and you know retaliate it's just to try to respond with logic as opposed to emotion okay Arafat thank you for that question because I think that I think we're progressing I think we're progressing week on week I feel like the questions are getting more deeper more meaningful and they're going from like simple like how to talk to a girl now more so once I've got the girl, how do we maintain the relationship? And I like these sort of questions because it's an area I've got a wealth of knowledge uh, on that subject, but we don't often talk about that sort of stuff. So thank you for that question, Arafat. Hi, The Edge. Hi, Austin. Uh, Renzo. Alex, Happy New Year. Everyone is jumping on now. Happy New Year. Andrew says, yeah, Johnny will help you out more than you imagine. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Andrew's worked with me, done a seven-day program, um, and he really kicked the ball out of the park. But not only did he have a transformative experience with the week he spent with us, um, he's made some significant changes in his life. I mean, the guy that I met you know, all those years ago is not the man I know now. You know, um, So you've made a significant improvement in your life Andrus so um yeah a real a real role model right there uh, hi Rob welcome back on happy new year Austin James says thoughts on transmitting sexual energy I love this question I love this question because when people ask me about how do you introduce um yeah how do you introduce intimacy into a conversation just they might expect me to say something a bit cheesy or sleazy or say this line say that line and really it's not that okay if you want to introduce a sexual energy you've got to have sexual thoughts okay i've done this example many times i do the example with the when i'm working with clients in person on our programs a seven-day program the impactful connection workshop we do a little role play and I have them look at, I, I look at them in, you know, a handful of different ways, right? I'm the same person. I haven't moved. I just look in their eyes and I change the story in my head. Okay. Now listen carefully here. I change the story in my head. Now think about the story that you have when you go out. What fills your mind when you go out? What sort of thoughts do you have? Now think about this. Think, Become now more aware of the thoughts that you are then transmitting. Yeah? They might be of uncertainty. They might be of doubt. Right? If you are starting to create a story in your head of she might not like me or I'm not her type, she doesn't go for people like this or that, then that's what you're going to project. And that might be such an unconscious thing that you are doing. But up until now, you know, we're going to make that change. So what the idea I want you to have in your head and the trigger for me is when I see someone that I feel that I'm attracted to, I, I look them in the eyes, I hold that eye contact, and straight away, I'm straight, I switch on straight away, right? I look them in the eyes and in my mind says it's on, you know, it's on, right? I'm fun, I'm playful, <laughs> and I'm ready to dance, Right? That's the sort of mindset you want, as opposed to this. Right, look at oh god, there's oh god, yeah, she's really really hot. Shit, oh god, what have I got to say to come across as quite uh, 
quite sexual. <laughs> Do you see the difference, yeah? I'm the same person. I haven't moved, but the story changes, yeah? So choose the more confident and assertive mindset. You know, choose playfulness, okay? Don't go out there thinking it's a military operation. It's not. Go out there to have fun. Be playful and invite them into your playfulness. Understand this. Not everyone wants to play. That's okay. And that's not necessarily a reflection of how you're coming across. It might just be they're having a really bad day, right? So, and that's okay. But what's not okay is you not going out to be in that playful mindset, okay? Austin, great question. Thank you. Um, Kelvin, Carl, hello. The Edge. Edge, Edmund. Happy New Year, buddy. Hey, Johnny, how do you actually ask a girl out? Like, with with a night... What? How do you ask a girl out, like, in the nighttime? I just open and start chatting, then I escalate. But is it better to tell a girl I'd like to take you out, leading, rather than... Let me see, where else you're using a question. Like, would you like to go out with me? Well, here's the deal. Like, I, I would tell you stre- to, that, yes, leading is better than coming from a place of doubt. And I would encourage you guys all to be more familiar with what makes up the mindset of a natural leader. Because if you're not a natural leader, that's obviously something you need to learn, right? So why don't you get yourself uh, a book on leadership, leadership phrases, leadership behavior, right? Start to learn that. Start to be more conscious of leadership behavior, right? You become more assertive. You are able to direct the conversation in a direction it needs to be needs to go, and you'll be better at closing, okay? So, look, I say all this, but what I like to do when I, I mean, I break my own rules because I'm always experimenting, right, with trying to do new things, Right, but if I'm if I'm teaching you, I'm telling you what I would prefer you to go out and do is, you know, build attraction, create comfort, and when you feel like it's getting exciting and there's generally a bit, you know, it's genuinely a bit of chemistry here, you know, you go, okay, look, it's it's pretty obvious. Look, we need to see each other again. Right, put your number in here. Right, so that's quite that's quite a nice that's leading. Right, it's leading, or you might want to use an open question. Right. And you go, look, what's the best way to stay in touch? Okay, so you let them decide, right? And if it's a platform that you're pretty weak on, right, it might be Facebook or it might be Instagram and you're, you're, you're not quite on a level that you feel comfortable to display, yeah, you can just laugh off your car. <laughs> Come on, I'm not 16. Put your number in here. What is it? 07 or 075? right? You see my videos. I haven't uploaded any YouTube videos for a while, but I do look to change that this year, guys. So I'm going to do some more uploads. But if you see some of my infield examples on YouTube, you will see the sort of language I use when I look to get the girl's number. But understand the pattern, right? The pattern is there's always a decent level of comfort that I have built and rapport that I've built with the other before I go for the number. Okay, and in this day and age, really, you really should be working on your social media accounts, guys, because the Instagram account is the new phone number, right? And I'm telling you, I mean, I've another book to get, guys. I've, I, I, I published the ultimate uh, online dating guide um, a couple of years. Was it last year? I think, or the year before that. And 
you need to take a read of that because you can really get good offline, but you really need to get good online as well. Because at the end of the day, the conversation then carries on through social media, right? I'm not necessarily talking about online dating, right? But what I want you guys to be aware of, the real online dating is social media. Why? Because we're all online. We're all online. So whatever stigma you have about social media, about all these posers posing their top off or their, buy their fast car or their holiday that they can't afford, just laugh at that. That's okay. Everyone can see right through it. You're not that guy. You're a guy that's using this shop window right, to communicate your values, right? what's important to you because that's what the dance is. That's what the dance is. Right. And in this story thing up here on Instagram, when you're going through and you're seeing people's stories, that is a great way to create conversation. You've got a window into people's lives, what they're doing, the hooks, the commonalities. You don't necessarily see that if you just have someone's phone number just stuck in your phone. Right. Really like get over this stigma or this is. This hump you have about social media, okay? Let's get to work. And if you're really looking for some direction on it, speak to me. You know, speak to me. I mean, I've you know, I use social media to to to, att- to attract people, whether they be you know friendship, whether it be for intimacy, or whether it be for business. You know, so I know how it works, okay? And I do it for my clients also. We do complete profile overhauls, right? Starting with your styling your photography, your imagery, and a strategy moving forward. That's something we do on a seven-day program as my mentorship programs also, okay? Sorry, Edge, I went off on a massive tangent there, <laughs> but I just felt it was necessary. <laughs> hey, Kez, how you doing? Kieran, my good friend, go and check out Kieran's photography, uh, as I say, every time he jumps on, because he deserves a follow, man. He is a fantastic, don't like to say this word, he's quite cringe, content creator, but he is a genuine content creator check out he is mr fucking action man um right thank you case happy new year oh you're in san francisco god i haven't been there for a while but yeah it's uh it's not my san francisco is more of a family orientated place a lovely place if you're visiting san francisco is go check out belvedere it's across the bridge it's a very affluent area very well kept um but oh, a beautiful place to actually get a push bike and have a little cycle round. Um, no worries, Tom. Jimmy the Gamble. How you doing, buddy? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Nitesh. Thanks for sharing the love, guys. I appreciate you guys. I found a movement. I soul. Austin says, do you get into masculine and feminine energies in your work? We do. Yes, absolutely. More importantly, we get into sensuality and we get into uh, understanding how to communicate on an emotional frequency because I feel if you can master that and you can really tune into that frequency, you're understanding the language women communicate on, right? Some of us are just too logical, aren't we? You know, we are. I mean, I'm, I can say that because I, I, I was guilty for that myself. If, you, if, you, if you're around, if you're quite... If, if you're quite um, a practical person or you're quite an analytical person, you're used to just dealing with logic. You're not used to dealing with emotion, right? But I think your real power comes from when you tune into that frequency. So I really like to help people become more aware of that. And um, I really think that you can create more meaningful connections 
with people, you know, platonically or intimately. Okay. Uh, hi, Dream. Hi, Victor Hugo. Happy New Year. Anchor says, Johnny, how do you deal with a girlfriend who brings negative energy into a relationship, perhaps from work or external factors of a relationship? You've got to be there for her, mate. You've got to be there for her, okay? Um, she, unfortunately, she, she might just need to offload, right? She might be really in a bad place at work. Um, she might have some stress. You've got to be a good listener. You've got to be there for her. You got a, you know, you've really, you're the closest person to her, okay? Understand she, she may not be wanting to just kind of create a fight with you, but she just wants to get it out of her system, right? Um, so be there for her. And um, let me just look at your question again. Who brings a negative energy into a relationship, perhaps from work or external factors of a relationship? Well, and it's also just to kind of discuss, but again, you know, be neutral. Be neutral. When you're looking to, to bring something into your partner's awareness, don't go in as an aggressor, right? Go in quite neutral and diplomatic about it. Remember what I said, if you're listening earlier, try not to use you and I, like you do this, oh, you're always doing that, right? Try and be calm, right? Have the patience of a saint, Right, I've been credited for having a pay, the patience of a saint. <laughs> the, yeah, the guys that I've worked with over the years, God, I've, I would have had to have had the patience of a saint. Um, but really, yeah, you, you've got to be calm, cool, collective, and you've got to come from a neutral kind of place and um, look to be solution based. You know, speak. Well, how can we make this better for you? How can we make this better for you? Um, what do we need to change together to make this more comfortable? You know, just you got to start speaking like that. You know, I mean, you're going to have your, your your bad days too, right? But if if there is like a, if you have more bad days than you are good days per week, then maybe you just need to have a sit down and kind of relook at things and think, well, okay, is this is this how you want to, is this the sort of relationship you want to be in? Yeah? Or... Is it really something she's angry with at work or is it something else? Because that's normally an indicator. Something you, if, if you're getting a lot of shit behavior from your, your partner, it, there may be something else in the equation that is causing that, that is triggering that, okay? And it might not be what you think, okay? So there might be something else that needs to come to the surface there, all right? Thank you, Ankash. Hi, violinist. Hi, Litten. Litten says, bro, how can I make a girl laugh? Is there an audio problem? Is it? Can someone tell me? Is there an audio problem on this? Or is it just you, violinist? Because up until now, that's the first I've heard of it. Right? Um, how can you make a girl laugh? <coughs> what I mentioned earlier is to go out and be playful, Right? amuse yourself and by amusing yourself you will invite others into it it's not to try and make an ass of yourself right or try to be the the class clown okay um because women want to see two sides of the coin right they want to see you're a guy they can have fun with right who's quite playful and the other side of the coin maybe they they want to know that you can hold down a serious conversation Okay, because if you're just like the class clown, you know, that is what you are, just the class clown, you're the jester, right? 
Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean you go home with a girl, you know? But if you show that you're that and you can actually deep, have a deep, meaningful com- conversation, you can get into that place of deep rapport where that person can open up to you, then that's the promised land, right? But what I will say is amuse yourself. Amuse yourself first and invite others into it. So whatever you find funny, right, go for it. But calibrate it. Calibrate it. Make sure someone responds well to it first before you go overboard with it, okay? All right, buddy. Um, great. Good. Thanks, Ed. Yeah, glad glad you. I mean, look, let's let's. I really want to start twenty twenty with a positive attitude. You know, a lot of good energy. Um, I really want you guys to get up, get up, and do something about it this year. I mean, look, January for me has been my biggest month. It's always my biggest month. Like, I get bookings. Like, you know, a gym receives gym memberships, right? So, look. If you didn't do anything about yourself last year or you weren't happy of the pace that things were going, then get a coach. Get a coach. Get some direction, right? Invest in yourself. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if, you and if, if it's the money thing, I'm telling you, you'll see your money come back tenfold. Because if you get better at building relationships, if you get better at improving your confidence, think about the person that one can show up to. And demonstrate themselves through the other, right? And now you start to think about the different areas of life you can apply that new level of confidence, right? That's where I'm coming from, right? Also think about how much money you spend last year trying to get this right and not quite achieving the results that you that, that you desired. I'm talking about the money you spent on nights out, the money you spent on drinking and those lads' holidays or, you know, or anything, Right? Look to make a change this year, guys. You know, this is your year, right? All right, Austin Marino, Rick, positive vibes, all about them. Austin James has been debating on moving to London or at least visiting. You get me amped up about London. Come to London, baby. Take take a seven-day program with us. Hey, it doesn't have to be seven days. Just come down and see us. And, you know, what better way? I always say this to the guys that do in my programs. Like, I'm like your tour guide on steroids, right? Because you go out, you get to see all of the sights of London. I mean, you see, I live in the heart of London, right? I'm taking the guys out all the time. We're seeing all the sights, all the attractions, the best nightlife that London has to offer because I've got access to it. I've been in, I've been in nightlife for so long. Your, your general tour guide's not going to give you that. <laughs> so what a great way you know what a great way um but yeah look come to london that we got a great workshop on the 25th it's gonna be a very popular workshop on the 25th january my 12-hour impact workshop here at my residence in london so you get a chance that you see where i live my setup um you know i'm gonna be doing the coaching out of my bloody living room right here the place where you see me every week i'm gonna do the workshop right here and then we're actually gonna go out and interact with new people for the first time so it's not just i'm sat here telling you what to do and then i just go yeah get on with it it's we're going out there together and we're going to see it happen so if that hasn't happened to you right like up until now that day it's going to happen for you because no one leaves my programs without a breakthrough and that i can promise just check out the reviews right that is why i have great reviews because I am always here coaching the guys and I am hand on hand helping the guys get the breakthroughs they need. 
okay? So you shouldn't have, there's your reassurance right there, okay? I, I am, Kevin, be yourself, be your better self and keep on developing yourself. Good, good hit audio is good. Yeah, I thought it was about the connection. Austin says, based on your experience, what is it that women value or crave the most? That's a really interesting question. Um, I, I would say safety. Yeah. Safety and... Safety and the ability to respect yourself. Okay? I think if you lose respect with your partner, you've lost attraction. And we know that. Maybe that's happened to us before, right? At some point, you put up with a bad behavior from them that originally came out as a test, right? And to see how far they, you know, we could push the line. And I think we unconsciously do that to each other in relationships anyway, right? But the more you let someone be... The more you let someone cross your values, the more you lose respect because they can see that their behavior isn't a line of your values. For example, and, and it's, a, it's a funny pattern. It's a funny pattern. In the early days of, I think, the last sort of handful of girls that have come into my life. And when I say come into my life, I'm not just talking, you know, little uh, flings. I'm, I'm talking that have transitioned into meaningful relationships. I'm glad you asked this question, Austin. It's got me on a good train of thought here. Something I've seen from their behavior at the early days was them trying to see if I can, if I can handle them. And again, I say this quote quite a lot. Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Remember that one. Write, write that down. Write that down. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Now, in the early days of dating these girls, I'm talking about the, maybe like the, the, just the sort of early dating period. The last three have, have we've got because I, like, I like to say I like bitchy girls, right? It's just, it's just a bit of a tease. I like to be a bit playful and I like to see their attitude come out a little bit. And they've took it a bit far and they've gone to try to slap me, right? So there's one thing being playful, but then it's getting physical, right? Now this is the test, right, to see if I'm subordinate or I'm dominant, right? And do I respect myself? And each time that's happened, I've grabbed the hand and go, listen, you don't, you never raise your hand at me. Right? You never, ever do that, okay? And every time I've done that, right? And by the way, this wasn't the person I was when I was really struggling with women when I was in my, you know, I was 19, 20, why didn't I fucking, I would have let a girl slap me. <laughs> I'd, have been, I'd have let her slap me because I'd be afraid of losing her, right? But the real, the, the real thing is, 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 is this. If you let the girl slap you, she's lost respect for you. Because she doesn't want a boy. She wants a man. She wants a man that respects himself and reminds her of where the line is. And you should want that from a partner also. Now, you should never raise your hand at anyone. But if you feel that you are showing behavior that where you're really testing your partner... You want them to push back. You do want them to push back. For those of you guys that have watched the film Bohemian Rhapsody, right? With Rami Malek, a fantastic film. Fantastic. Like, what a performance, right? There was a great scene in that film 
where he'd gone off and done his own thing, right, with his own little band away from, um, you, you know, his original guys. And they're in the room and they had a meeting where they've just, they've got back together again. And they go, oh, all right, Freddie, well, yeah, how's it going? He goes, yeah, it was all right. You know, did my own thing. They'd done whatever I, I told them to do. And they go, oh, it sounds great. It sounds great. And he goes, well, it wasn't really because they didn't push back. With you guys, you push back. You know, I'm not always right and I need to be reminded when I'm not right. And that really resonated with me because it's something I teach the guys on the workshops, on my one-on-ones, the programs, everything I do. You know, it is about having that pushback from your partner or your dear friends, right? Really important lesson there, guys. That is a really good quality to look out for. It's something that you should desire for in a relationship, right? You're looking for that discipline. You're looking for that challenge. When I say the word challenge, I don't mean to be abrasive or create an argument, but just remind each other where the line is. You need to do that for the sake of your relationship. You need to keep the respect for each other in the relationship, okay? That might sound like a counterintuitive thing to do, but I'm telling you, not only will you get keep the respect, in my experience, they get highly aroused also. <laughs> but the other side to the question is safety, okay? What a woman's looking for is safety. Now, it can get completely uh, misconstrued. You know, the word gold digging get thrown around. Oh, you just have, to, just have to the money, this, that, and the other. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about, right? She wants to see that she can have a future with you. She's looking for the paternal qualities that you could potentially possess for the long-term relationship, right? She doesn't care about what watch you've got on your wrist. She doesn't care about what make your, your suit is, right? She's talking about your, your, your head, your mindset, your plans, your goals, your motivation, your consistency in your decent behavior as a human being, right? Now, I used to get it wrong. I used to get it wrong. I used to, because for me, what I used to do, I used to have my phone off all the time. Because it's a nuisance, right? It's a nuisance, your phone going off when you're in the middle of a meeting or you're at night and you're with your friends or, you know, it's just a bit of a disruption. But you can imagine that for, for a woman, you know. If you're not picking up your phone, will you be able to pick up the phone when she really needs you to pick up the phone? In the state of emergency? Then you might respond, well, she's just being insecure, you know. No, think of the bigger picture. If you can't pick up your phone in that moment, will you be able to pick up your phone when she really needs you, right? So this is a real big thing, guys. I'm talking about respect yourself. I'm talking about safety. There's many other aspects I can talk about how you can introduce safety in a woman, but I don't, we haven't got that much time. Um, literally, we've only got five minutes left on this. It's gone so quick tonight. I've really enjoyed it, guys. I think the questions have been fantastic. Um, I feel like I've got a lot more energy tonight. I think it's the matcha tea. <laughs> one thing I took back from Argentina um, everyone was drinking matcha tea out there right? I didn't know that was a thing it was my first sort of eye opener so what the hell is this thing they're drinking so one of the first things I did when I come back because I didn't have a chance to actually try it out there myself was to buy some matcha tea and you know matcha tea is, is a big thing in Japan also and I have a Japan center just around the corner from here so I popped in the other day and I've been making matcha tea and I, I'll tell you straight away the health benefits uh, I'm seen already because when you drink coffee, it's quite, you know, it's quite thick. It's quite, 
you know, it, it, it's quite heavy. But the, you know, just having the, this matcha stuff, I think it's got a slow release of the caffeine. It just, you know, it makes you go longer. Um, it sounds like I'm selling some sort of erection pill, doesn't it? <laughs> but really, matcha tea, it might be a bit of a fad. It might be a bit of a fad for me right now, but I'm, I'm into it. Um, Austin, great question, mate. Loved it. Thank you. Hi, Scott. How you doing, buddy? Happy New Year. God, last couple of minutes, guys. Joey says, best way to transition into conversation after successfully getting her to reply back. Okay. So you're talking about text messaging. Look, pick up the phone, will you? Just pick up the phone. No one wants the asexual pen pal. Yeah? Don't get caught up into the trap of doing the whole texty, texty, Mr. Nice Guy, Nice Guy. Okay? That might work for some people. And I'm not going to completely discredit it. But if you're asking my opinion, my approach, my answer to that question, get used to being uh, a better conversationist on the phone. Right? If you get a reply, you know, maybe say, well, I'll talk to you later. Right? You get a reply from that. Boom. She's confirmed that she's expecting a call from you later. Then pick up the phone. Do it. One up on that? FaceTime. If there's not enough comfort for that yet, work towards building towards that. It adds a new dynamic. And best of all, it separates you from anyone else that might be messaging them at the same time. Okay? Thanks, Joey. Try it out. Ian Elmi says, why are some men intimidated by an independent, powerful woman? Great question. Great question. Lack of experience, perhaps, of dealing with such a, an individual in that situation. Um, but also as well, I think a lesson for, because I've dated alpha women, right? Oh, one minute, 50. I wish I have enough time to answer this important question. To answer. What I feel that alpha women need to be more aware of, right? Independent women need to be more aware of, is allowing the man to feel like a man. Allowing the man to feel like he has got a place to be able to look after you because he actually does want to look after you. And when they're posed with a strong, independent woman, you're so used to perhaps maybe doing everything yourself. And because you've you've took on the traits that maybe do that in a working environment and you've adopted those traits in the relationship. And the last thing the guy wants is to feel redundant and maybe feel like he's been pushed around like an intern, right? Now, you could blame that as where his character might not be strong enough, right? But it's a very confusing time for men right now in this Me Too climate and this new wave of feminist, feminists that, that, that's coming over the hill. And I think what we need from women is just them to to allow themselves to want to be looked after. Because us as men want to do that for women, okay? Guys, 50, thank you, Ian. I really would love to spend more time on that question. I really do. 50 seconds left. Guys, it's been amazing tonight. I'm good. To, I'm happy to be back. Impactful Connection Workshop, 25th of January, right? Get yourself on there. I haven't got many places. We've already booked up about eight places on there, right? I'm not going to be booking any more uh, I reckon about four more places max I'll open it up to, okay? So 25th January here in my place in London. Get to see how I do things, all right? Guys, it's been awesome. Happy New Year. And I'll see you on the other side. God bless. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach. 